Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Three main points on today's news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. If you're a happy person, you're a moron. If you don't have any friends at work, you're just good at your job and the rest of your co-workers suck. And if you don't have an ongoing inner monologue, you're probably a dangerous psycho. (laughs) I thought you were going to dance around... You know, a mental thing there, but no, you said psycho no, at the yeah, end. Yeah, you're twi- I like this show. Twitch farm. Uh, the sun <laughs> came up today and DK Mags opened at 10 a.m. Not only do they sell firearms and accessories, they buy them too. So if you've got one you don't need, maybe it came from Grandpa, and let's face it, that's a piece of crap. You're never going to take it out in the field. Get rid of it. DK Mags will buy it, or better yet, trade it in for you. That also goes for Monticello Pond and Gun. Uh, both DK Mags and Monticello Pond and Gun, the best full-service gun stores in the Metro. My only choice for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Good selection, fair pricing, and uh, just a wonderful staff. The best staff you'll ever deal with. And special orders, no problem. A gun shop for us all. DKMags.com. Okay. What was the first thing? If you're a happy person, you're a moron. Do I need to explain that? What if you fake happiness the entire time, but you haven't been happy a day in your life? Well, um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I've got eight reasons here. That's what drugs are for. Yeah, that's what medicine is for, Ross. Get on it. Uh, Eight reasons here why thinking you're a moron actually increases your self-awareness and makes you a better person. Are you... Are you uh, with me so far? Mm, I don't know. Assuming things gets a lot of us in trouble. Things that you just assume to be facts or true. I know this has gotten me into a lot of trouble in the past, building things, rebuilding things, working on stuff, and you just assume something to be true, never even questioning yourself, and then you find out much later uh that not only is that wrong but you're an idiot and if you would have thought about this ahead of time you would have been a lot happier part of being a happy moron is stop assuming things and go with the flow oh which which leads to number two you do that you'll learn to enjoy life more you can't control the outcome you can try but it's not going to happen can only and control the way you feel about it. You can only control your reaction to something, right? That's one of the rules of stoicism. If you want to be a stoic, you've got to let things mm. roll off your back. This ass doesn't matter. Just keep plodding forward. Number three, you stop taking yourself so seriously. <laughs> oh, boy. This is one that, yeah, yeah. I have Here's to remind myself of every mm-hmm. every other day. Here's Me the too. deal. You're a moron. Yeah. Why are you so serious? You're just going to be wrong. You're dumb. You know it. We know it. Admit it. Get on with your life, and you'll be a lot happier. You I can go with that. Ross hasn't said much so far. <laughs> you, you notice that? <laughs> Ross? I think when you know you're a moron, there's not a lot you can add to this. I'm just always trying to cover up that I'm not a moron. 
Why? I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Oh, yeah. Embrace your moron ship. Oh, yeah, I do. You'll learn It makes me more. laugh, you know. When you say to yourself, I already know everything there is to know about this subject, um, maybe you need to shut up and listen a little bit. No. That's what that means. <laughs> no, Mr. <laughs> FYI says no. <laughs> if you know you know everything, why do you need to listen to it? I just assumed that was a setup for me, Kenny. <laughs> I feel wasn't. like this is so personal. He keeps looking at me. And he's like, you know, you're a moron, right? I'm like, God, this is a great way to start Wednesday. John, if you just admit you don't know everything and you are a moron, you'll be more well-liked. That's, that's number five. <laughs> what happened to four? And uh, that's, that's the one you, that's the one where you learn way more. You've already yeah. discounted that one. So that one just doesn't apply to you is what I'm hearing. Uh, uh, number six, you'll be more realistic. You're more realistic when you know you're a moron. Mm, yeah. So just admit it because we all know it. Just admit you're dummy. And number seven, you'll get pleasant surprises. That's why I'm a pessimist. And how has that served you? It really well, because um, I'm a glass half empty person. And if something goes right, then I'm pleasantly surprised. Years ago, I heard the term hail that I have stolen and tried to live by, especially in my sports fandom for Kenny. Hail, high aspirations, low expectations. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it's, it it yeah. really is a good one. You, especially you, as a, a Minnesota sports fan. It right? centers you yeah. too, right? You just, you're, you're more even keel. Yes. Um, what if, no, I'm sorry, Kenny. I was just going to say Dawn's comment there about the pessimism. There's a great Paul Simon line in a song called something so right. That is when something goes wrong, I'm the first to admit it, first to admit it, but the last to know. No. <laughs> right. And when something goes right, it's apt to confuse me. It's likely to lose me. Such an unusual sight. See, there's a pessimist line if ever there was. It'd be better ah, right. if you could sing that. Could you sing that for us? When something please? goes right. Oh, sorry. I'm the first um, to admit it. Ross, what if you have low aspirations and low expectations? Lalo. That Lalo. might actually make Lally. you. Lalo. <laughs> Wow. So low, low aspirations, low, low Lyle. I don't Lyle. aspire. I don't aspire to anything and I don't expect anything in return. I mean, I think that depends on the person, but that could go one of two ways. You could either be incredibly disappointed or incredibly happy. I don't think there would be much middle ground with that way of life. And knowing everything I know about you, Kenny, I know you're incredibly happy. I'm that's very, why it's very happy. that's why it's news from the happy coffee shop is what we call this show. <laughs> yeah. Not only am I happy, but I have super super high uh, self esteem. I really think I'm the ass. well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've worked with you long enough, Candy, to know that you're now lying. <laughs> are are any of us uh, afraid of being average? Is is being average a problem with us uh, at, at this point anymore in life? No. Yeah. No. Is it? I don't want to be average. I want to win. I always want to be. You, oh, go ahead. Do you have the same? In my case, they were what I called delusions of grandeur that I had when I was a teen and twenties. Do you yeah. still have those same dreams and aspirations? Oh no! If that were the case, I 
would still be thinking I'm going to be at the Academy Awards this year. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just, right. it's, yeah, you got to be practical in was life and go, I really want a 401k. I need I, to start saving yeah. now. And that's why I'm in radio. I want, yeah. I want to be more than I am. Like I do want to get better by the day, but yeah. as long as I put in the work, I'm comfortable with the results, good or bad. I want to be recognized you, with money. Wow. Me too. Oh. You want to be paid. I want to be, I'm, I aspire to more, not because of my ego, but because I want, I want more money. Yeah. Yeah, You want to be comfortable in life, but I, I'm tired of it. I'm almost 50 and I'm tired of getting, you know, this, I don't know what I need to do except go in and scream and yell at people. And then they're like, get out of here. Since you brought up age, Don, does this change? Because I'm much older than all of you. Does this change as you age? Because I, there are things I still want to do. And then I say to myself, oh, you're, I'm 66 now. You're 66. Yeah. What the hell do you want to do this for? Oh, yeah. For, I mean, I like, yeah. you know, I want to be a great guitar player. So I keep practicing. Why? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's your hobby. I mean, what you end? enjoy it. You have to enjoy your hobbies. But I mean, I don't think I, I'll do stand up again. Like, why? Don, I kind of agree with Don, uh, with John on this. What What are you doing, John? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I you know you've asked me this in real conversation, not just on a show. Because I remember years ago I was taking uh, jazz lessons from a very good jazz guitarist, and you kind of looked at me like, to what end? Why Why would you do that? And I thought, well, I that's a good point. I'm old now. I don't. <laughs> I can play guitar, I guess. And I don't so know. then you quit and you <laughs> no, went to the no, basement no. and you found a vein and you tapped into <laughs> it. And uh, wow, you lay there for a good 48 oh, hours. This is why I, I like this show. I always wear long sleeves. <laughs> you know what, Mr. FYI, Sir Paul McCartney is 80 plus now and he plays his guitar in but, front of thousands well, he, of people at night. You're making John's point. You're making John's point. He started when he was 19. The, yeah. For John, this is completely dead end, it's going nowhere. Go nowhere. I'm not. I'm not going to be. Well, I might be on stage again. Yeah, you you perform. Yeah. Well, not not really anymore. I mean, I was in bands for so many years, and my goal still ultimately was to be a great jazz guitarist. I'm never going to be playing jazz in front of a bunch of people. John, well, keep keep playing and keep practicing because when I become governor of this great state, you can play at my (laughs) inauguration party. Okay. Who's going to be governor? I think I disagree with Ross, John. I think it's time for you just to quit. hang it up. Just well, quit. You, why can't you do it? But maybe your expectations change. You know, maybe you just well, want to be a great player to play, yeah. not play in front of hundreds or thousands of people. But you just want to have the satisfaction of knowing you can I, do it. There is peace I, to that. I think Ross, you should know there's no jazz player in the world that plays in front of ho- yeah, hundreds okay. of thousands of people. I'm sorry. Maybe you could go. No, to no, some... no. Hundreds or thousands, not hundreds <laughs> of thousands. thousands. Maybe you could go to some um, some prisons. Have you ever and been play to... for them? You want to perform more? aspirations, lower expectations. That's right. I'll sing, you know, because I don't plan on being in a band either anymore. But I'll I'll go with you to the prisons and whatever I do, they're gonna love you I mean, yeah, exactly you know yeah. you guys can have a traveling show john shows up to play the music don shows up to find the ghosts because oh, they right. will be at the oh, prison that's go, true yeah. Yeah. yeah john do you find any satisfaction in like hearing a song maybe that you've heard before you've never heard before and going oh i wonder if i what's he doing there i wonder if i could play this and then sitting down and learning the song and hammering it out and getting it good. There's some satisfaction there. There's complete satisfaction. 
I learned a song yesterday, an old, old, old song that I'd completely forgotten about. And I yeah. was greatly satisfied. Oh, remember the song? See? This is great. Remember Venus by Shocking Blue? I just sat down and learned it because I wanted to. And then I felt great last night because I learned it. Oh, this is good. I think you should continue this. So, so Don, is, is, <laughs> is there hmm? anything in your life that equates to that, Don? Or do you just go home an empty shell of a human being and stare wow. at the wall every night mm. and maybe cry a little bit? Uh, I don't cry about it, but I mean, I do, do, I'd like to be on a ghost hunting show, but I don't, I, I tried to pursue that for a while and then it was like, okay, but you know, now I'm just waiting for whatever to happen. Life, you know, sometimes just happens to you. And I know the, that that's kind of like, well then work at it. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> so you but come to me. I think the unfortunate reality of life that we all know is sometimes for other people, whether it, it's factors you can control or not, sometimes people just get breaks that you don't get. Absolutely, because you, of who they know or who's asked they correct. kiss. Correct. And you, sure. have to, you just have to learn I, how to deal with it, which yeah. sucks, but it's true. I'm willing to say that you and John, Don and John, uh, what was I gonna, how was I going to put this? diplomatically you don't have any aspirations that are worth your time because i i think in my life and i know in your life there's been things where you've decided to do something and no matter what people have said to you you go out and do it and you get it done right who are you talking to me or you and john oh yeah that's true yeah it is yeah right so uh, I, I think your dream of playing jazz in front of an audience, you don't believe in that dream because you're not willing to make the sacrifices to make it happen. Mm, and even if you point. do practice, you know that it's not going to happen. So why am I bothering? I, and that yeah, holds you yeah, back. I can't argue with you. If I thought differently, I would sit with a guitar for five hours a day and practice. And I don't. So you're probably right there. Yeah. So I wanted to go the easy way. I just want to be able to do it. I, I know when I got into radio as a kid, and then when I got into it again as a semi-mature adult, <laughs> there was no, there was no question about it. This is what I was going to do, and people could, you know, my parents or whoever could say, "Nah, that won't work out." All they wanted, and it was just going to happen. And I made it happen, and I got the job that I wanted at the station I wanted, just because. It's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. And I think unless it's something that motivating, you're not going to, you're not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that's how. And that brings me to uh -huh. being a perfectionist. When you're so Segway master Kenny Olson, you're so damn good at your job that it's almost intolerable being around people who aren't. Oh, and this is a uh, where did I find this? I think it's on, yeah, it's on National Public Radio, uh, NPR, and I just stumbled on it by accident. The um. What kind of perfectionist are you? Take this seven-question quiz to find out. And they talk about three different, five different levels of perfectionism. I think it's three. Um, and we're going to take this quiz. One of them is the classic perfectionist, highly organized and buttoned up. This is 
who typically comes to mind when we think of uh, perfectionists. They're highly organized, buttoned up, and are going to do what they say they're going to do. The pros of the classic perfectionist that they're highly reliable and they add structure to any environment they enter. Okay, so that's number two. Parisian perfectionist, people pleasers to the to the max. Um, they're not great at making pe- they're great at making people feel seen and comfortable, but sometimes at the expense of their own self identity. And then the third one is procrastinator perfectionist, always waiting for the right time. Uh, they wait for the conditions to be perfect before they start working on a project, which doesn't happen. The result, they get stuck in hesitation, left unchecked. It results in indecisiveness and inaction. And I think we can all relate to that. But this quiz I thought was really interesting. I took it the first time and I didn't like the results. You said there were five, and there were, you just yeah, listed I'm wrong. three. Yeah, there's three. There's okay, three. Well, that's I'm, easier to know. digest. Yeah, three. Okay. What I just why is it called Parisian? Because they don't care. Parisians <sighs> don't care, really. From my experience, they're not super concerned about making people like them. Named after the effortless fashion sense of Parisian women. Oh. Per, Parisian perfectionists seek to be viewed as easygoing, uncomplicated, and perfectly liked by others. I see. Okay. It's fashion so, sense. We all have the quiz, right? Yeah. In front of us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a big box. And again, this is on, if you want to take this at home, uh, NPR News. And um, the uh, headline is, what kind of perfectionist are you? You'll be able to find it. So we hit start. What kind of perfectionist are you? Have you ever displayed an angry outburst at work, such as shouting, banging your desk, or slamming doors? Now there's five, two, five different answers. Yes, I'm frustrated with myself. It shows. Never. I'm composed and extremely professional. No, it's important to me that people feel I'm easy to connect with. No, I express a lot of things, but I'm waiting for the right time. And no, I don't struggle with managing anger. So um, for me, I picked the first one. Uh, Yes, I'm frustrated with myself and others. It often shows. Hmm. Number three for me. That's why I'm going to. Which of the below is most likely to bother you? observing that the people around you aren't performing at the highest standard possible, going on a vacation with no itinerary, when you know someone doesn't like you, you've decided you wanted to paint your living room, you're given a color wheel of 50 paint options and told you need to pick one in the next 10 minutes, or being told you can only focus on one goal for the next six months. Which one of those is the most likely to bother you? I mean... Going on a vacation with no itinerary. That's like a, the biggest mistake anybody could make. I can't. Mine's I mean, more... why do you want to waste your time trying to figure out what you're going to do when you could have done that before and use that time to enjoy yourself? I completely disagree. I plan yeah. it to a T. I have a. I took a binder to Europe every day. It was like it was like uh, you know September fifteenth. These are the trains we're taking. This is how long it takes to walk to the train. This is the transfer. This is the this castle opens at nine a.m. We'll take that tour. I mean, you know, my boyfriend was delighted. Up? Oh, he was. Yeah, I was going to ask how that went. He's over. like, I don't want to plan all this. This is great. Really? Oh yeah. Have you ever just hit the road with no real destination in mind and just let things play out? No. Really? No, no. Why? 
Um, I think because I think about how little I dream of vacation all the time and I don't feel like I have enough days. So I don't want to waste those days like with a possible crappy outcome. Like, well, if I would have planned this. Okay, you've got the next two weeks off. You've got unlimited funds. You have to go somewhere. You have to put on 2000 miles in the next two weeks Mm -hmm. and you have to leave in two hours. Okay. Where are you going? I would go to the UK. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then I, on the plane, I would be planning everything. I would be buying tickets to <laughs> excursions. I would be, like, I had. I would have time to plan it on the way, and that's why I chose the UK, because there's a long flight. <laughs> what, if, what if all the plans you made on the flight didn't come to fruition what if you missed your connection what if the oh hotel boy. accidentally sold your room uh what if something burned a, a site you wanted to get into a museum burned. was closed or, yeah you know um okay so when things that? like that happen i don't get too uh hmm, i don't get too upset i just um punish myself moron, in some right? way yeah because you're a moron and you can roll with things yeah there you know it's it's like if if i did my best in trying something i'm good with that and then i'm like well i'm gonna walk over there and eat there Be- even though i haven't looked at the menu in advance you know See, i think i'm in the middle of kenny and dawn where dawn is everything is planned out kenny is just shows up and figures it out I'm going to guess that Mr. FYI and I are very similar. Well, I want to know, John, when I was painting that scenario for Dawn, where were you thinking about going? Because her choice really surprised me. It didn't even occur to me to travel overseas. I, you know, I don't, there's, when I take vacation, it's usually to a lake or something. There's no place I really want to go. I mean, there's a few places, yes, I'd love to just drive to and see. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, The Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Dealey Plaza. I always told you guys I wanted to see Dealey yeah, Plaza. Yeah. Uh, but I have, I would not plan on itinerary. It'd be okay. I got five days. So if I can see that one thing, I'm good. Yeah. That, 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 that's that one it. thing. Yeah. That's see, where that's John what I was and I thinking. are at. As I was setting it up for dawn, I was thinking, well, I'd get in a car and I'd go to the mountains and just start driving yeah. around the Rockies mm, okay. looking yeah. at stuff. That's cool. I wish I could be that free, but I don't um, think so. So for question three, I I love to plan trips. I plan them and don't go because I enjoy the planning so much. Like it's fine. I kind of like check (laughs) the box off on like, I feel like that I went because I look up so much stuff and I'm like, I didn't go, but I planned everything and I know what I would do. I'd be a great travel agent. That is borderline crazy. That cannot Ooh, be Oh, it's so satisfying to have everything all organized. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Okay, so for question three, which statement best describes you? Um, for me, it's I impose extremely high standards on those around me. I can be punitive with others when they don't meet my standards. Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Dawn, I know I'm reliable, highly organized, and I love planning. So that's Dawn. Um, oh, but do people think I'm uptight? Because um, that's the end of that. Yeah. Do we? No, I don't. No. I think you're a little I, bit uptight, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, Yeah. That's fine. But not so much that it's makes me dislike you okay good 
Uh, number four, if someone were giving you praise, they'd be most likely to say dot, 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 that you're great at being direct and keeping razor sharp focus on the golden hand, that you're doing great. Uh, no, that you're great at doing exactly what you say you will do exactly when you say you will do it and in the exact way you're expected to do it. Uh, three, that you're great at expending meaningful connections. Oh, Engendering, engendering meaningful connections with others. What the hell does that mean? I, I don't know. I was going to ask you. Um, I it must I'm on be the wrong page. Making friends. It's question four. Question seven. four. Oh, I've, I'm still on three because I was trying to decide. Oh, we already decided you're the planner. Okay. All right. I'm moving on. Okay. One. Okay. Now I'm going to catch up. It's fine. Keep reading. I don't want to slow everyone down. If someone were to give you praise, they'd be most likely to oh. say that you're great at preparing, asking smart questions, and considering alter alternative scenarios. Oh, I'd pick that one for Dawn. Uh, and that you're great at imagining possibilities, getting inspired, and generating ideas. I would hope people would say that about me. Yeah. I would. I can see you in that. Maybe a little. <laughs> Not a whole lot. Uh, you guys still with me? Question yeah. five of seven. Which okay. statement yep, best you. describes you? I get frustrated by others' inefficiency and lack of focus. I can just pick that one right there and not Rich, even go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. you. That's yeah. you. Uh, as a matter of fact, I clicked on it, and now I'm on question oh, six already. Oh, okay. well. So I don't know the other one. Okay, ones. the other one, I can number two, I consider it somewhat offensive when people make adjustments to the structure and timeline of anything. Um, we should be able to make one plan and stick to it. Nah. I, I spend more energy than I want wondering what people think of me. Uh, I don't think that of you. Okay, I don't. I, I know I have a lot more to offer than I'm currently offering in my relationships, at work, in my community, but I can't unleash my full potential until I take care of a few things first. <laughs> I think that's me. I think that may have used to been you, but not Okay, anymore. I'm always resisting the urge to do things like purchase domain names for businesses I want to start. I have more ideas than I could ever know what to do with. I do have a list of... um inventions in my phone that is so long i just keep adding to it oh like million dollar ideas yeah it's, yeah. it's ridiculous the double-sided toothbrush oh so that two people can <laughs> brush their teeth at the same time uh, you don't have to get real close you don't have to it's your kissing That's toothbrush. That's for those new relationships. <laughs> right. You still can't two wait. Weeks old. Yeah. yeah, you don't ever want your lips to be apart. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. All uh, right. Um, I don't know which one I'd choose for you there. You're going to have to decide yourself. Okay. Well, that's hard because I got to look. Oh, okay. Oh, I love the next question. Question six of seven. I've received feedback along the lines of, a, being mean, intense, or intimidating. Uh, yeah. All, the, all of these, you know. <laughs> that's me. They're all what? The the first thing that's listed is always the a-hole. Like you've me. noticed, that's, that's like yes. the list of like, yes. honestly, it's following yeah. the same pattern. Like if yeah. you choose the third one all the time, that's why, you know, I I can see the pattern here. Not being spontaneous enough, being too rigid, uh, being too much of a people pleaser. Not taking enough risks, being too indecisive, 
or being disorganized, scatterbrained, or poor at following through on commitments. I can't see either Don or John. None of those fit you. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a category for me category for me because i'm not going to say being too much of a people pleaser sometimes i feel that way like i'll just go with the flow to yeah Yeah. i'm going to pick that one yeah john i don't fight for what i want i think uh in in not so much work but in life not being spontaneous enough might be uh might be me i don't tend to want to get out of my habits that kind of thing Oh. I have been told right to my face that I'm mean, intense, and intimidating. So I'm going to. Well, just I've have heard to... people say that you intimidate them, right? But I don't think you're mean. I just think they're scared of you for some reason. Yeah, a I lot of people. I don't do it on purpose. Yeah, I it's... just have that angry look about me. Well, now it's the beard. The beard adds to it. Oh, what do you mean, you jackass? No, I mean, uh, I mean, am I the only one that's, am I the only one that sees that? Like, okay, so right now you just cracked a big smile and I think we only half see it. I think of Santa Claus, a nice jovial man with a big beard, right? (laughs) Yeah. But then when you stop smiling, it goes to boy, that guy looks like he wants to kick my, you know what? (laughs) See, now I get the Santa Claus vibe again. You got that big old Santa Claus beard. Very nice, jovial. When you say kick my, you know what? Do you mean your D? Because just say ass. (laughs) Ass. Okay. All right. I mean, (laughs) because he made it seem a lot worse by saying my, you know what? I mean, (laughs) I just get my aim here. (laughs) I like to take the moral high ground and keep things clean as much as possible until until the mic's off. Many many years ago, I was mowing uh, the grass at my property up here and not uh, a uh, euphemism um no not in this case (laughs) (laughs) and uh my renter who i really disliked at the time um came across the yard you know 100 from 100 yards away and walked up to me made me turn it off so he could talk to me and he said have I done something to make you mad? Because you really look like you're angry at me. <laughs> what you're like, I-, I just don't like you. Is that what you said? Because you're like, you got no. it, bud. And then you turn it back on. <laughs> also it's kind just, of a... It's just everything. <laughs> kind of an odd thing to say to somebody. Even if I thought that, I'm not sure I would ever walk up to somebody and say that. It was really a surreal moment. And yeah, I really hated him. But um, you didn't I, know I was showing. At, at, the, at that current time, I wasn't really po'd about anything um specific did you just did you laugh and say no i'm fine yeah i totally yeah. lied to him oh. yeah he got the boot we ended up kicking him out oh my god uh, right after the, he asked the question yeah. sorry you're gonna need to leave oh it's after i found all the stolen property in one of my oh buildings. no yeah, that'll do it stop it yeah i oh. thought you were gonna say you provided him written reason all it said is i do not like you <laughs> Um, okay, the final question, question seven of seven. It's most meaningful to me when someone follows through on what they said they were going to do and they said they were going to, or that I'm able to offer myself and others stability through routine, structure, and predictability uh, when another person works to understand who I am as a person and why that matters to me, um, that I enter into new opportunities relationships, jobs, everyday decisions as prepared 
and as sure of my decisions as possible. Oh, I think that's Dawn. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that I lead a passionate life where I entertain as many opportunities as possible to create new projects, develop new skills, travel, grow, and continue exploring. I wish that was me. I really wish that was me too. (laughs) But I think it's number four for, for me. That I enter into new, yep, yep. Because I've seen you um, get ready for a, a new page in your life, and you're pretty intense. I mean, you've got notebooks and yeah, pens. Yeah, that's and true. Pencil, I mean, I've already know. made a Google spreadsheet for the Oscars <laughs> yeah. so that I can see as many movies as possible with, like, Rotten Tomato <laughs> ranking scores. And, yes. you know, because I want to know yes. if I'm going to have to watch this stupid thing that I wish I was at and accepting a damn award. <laughs> I better be prepared <laughs> to realize, really fully realize that I am sitting at home at almost 50. But at this stage in your life life would you accept accepting the award on somebody's behalf so somebody else wins it i would make a joke i'd be like you know what i've always wanted one of these so i'm gonna accept it on their behalf and keep but it. then i'm gonna keep it so thanks <laughs> thanks guys you losers yeah yeah uh, uh i'm clicking when somebody follows through on what they said they were gonna do that's what's most meaningful to oh. me top the top one again huh? yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know what? My score came back exactly the same. My results are I'm an intense perfectionist 86% of the time, and then zero on classics, zero on Parisian, zero on procrastinator, uh, and 14% messy perfectionist. So I guess there were Mm. five categories, Don. I'm 14% a messy perfectionist. I don't want to say we're we're a little different, uh, Kenny, but my intense perfectionist is 0%. Oh, yeah. Same. Wow. Same, Johnny. Where are you the highest, John? Uh, I'm the highest at Parisian perfectionist at 57, then procrastinator perfectionist at 29, and classic at 14. Don, I'm almost afraid to ask. Intense perfectionist, zero. Classic perfectionist, 29%. Parisian, 14%. That, my highest is procrastinator perfectionist, 43%. And messy perfectionist, 14%. So I've got a well rounded, I guess, but the yeah, most you're, is procrastinator. And I would say that for sure. I make myself miserable with like having something on my mind that I need to do. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I always yeah. get it done, yeah. but yeah. I, I spend my time like just, just freaking do it. it and takes, that, then you can enjoy yeah. yourself. But I'm like, no, I want to do this first. I, I want my to do my own thing and then I'll work on that thing. Back How about to the. Does it take longer for you, Don, to plan something? Yeah. As opposed to just actually doing it? Uh, yeah. I'll plan a project for days and then I'll get started on the project. And it turns out the project took 45 minutes and yeah. I could have yeah. no. knocked this out three days ago if I didn't do all the nonsense planning. Several times my dad would plan to go camping by himself for like three days, pack the truck, everything, and then not go. <laughs> I because I don't know why we don't know dad why aren't you going ah I don't know I enjoy Mm. getting ready for deer hunting more 
than the I deer enjoy hunting. deer hunting itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy sometimes planning a trip more than the actual. When I'm on the trip, I'm paranoid that I'm not in the moment enough and enjoying it. I'm thinking about what we need to do next. And I'm like, Jeez. am I really in the moment? Am I in the moment? Am I enjoying this? Tommy, am I? You shouldn't have to do that. You <laughs> shouldn't so, have to ask Oh, my yourself. God. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to breathe this mountain air and just lay down here. And then some other stupid tourist is like, hey. Hey, do you want to take selfies? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna dangle on the edge of this mountain here, and then you take 50 pictures of me. Hold on, and I'm like, I hate you. I'm trying to be in peace here, and then I'll video them and go look at this idiot. Like, why didn't I just get away from them? Then they go back and do all of it again because the pictures or the angle wasn't perfect or oh, the yeah. sunlight wasn't yeah. perfect. Yeah. See, you know, I, yeah. I, I I'm the same way, Don. But then I adapt and overcome and the scenario you created is what happens in the u.s public parks in like the rocky mountains or yellowstone you know you go to yellowstone and from 6 a.m to about 8 30 a.m oh you've got the whole park to yourself yeah but then, but then it's a nightmare <laughs> yes, it's a nightmare to, yeah, i went during yeah, the it's pandemic dreadful. yeah it's awful And I was like, I thought we were going to be getting away from people doing this, but it was like uh, elk season in the Rocky (laughs) Mountain National Forest by Estes Park. And there were thousands of people there (laughs) on the trails. Like you can't like, oh, my God, this person's breathing down my neck. I'm going to get COVID. My knee's bad. I can't make it down from the mountain. I mean, truly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ross, I know the results of your test. You are uh, a number one type A. Um, perfectionist, pain in the ass, just like intense me. perfectionist. Yeah, he's just like no. me. But he's so nice. Yeah, no, no, he's like me. Actually, I had zero percent there. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I maybe may, uh, honestly maybe I'm just not being honest with myself and answering the questions. But uh, I was mine looks like a sandwich. I got forty three percent Parisian, mm. then twenty nine percent classic and procrastinator. Yeah, that's mm. that, Ross I, and I apparently are pretty close to being uh, the same person. I do have a lot of intensity in me, but I think it's combined with other things. Yeah. Right. Like, I think, I again, like what I was talking about jokingly when I said, what if you've never been happy a day in your life, but you fake it or something along yeah, those lines? Yeah, we always are like, yeah. OK, yeah. what yeah. he's talking that's, about himself. Here. That's kind of how I deal with working, <laughs> working on stuff at work. Even if you've really made me mad, I'm just going to go. Yeah, OK, no problem. I'll get that done. I know. And you'll uh. always have a job. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we get called into offices, Kenny and I, and they're like, are you going to straighten up or not? (laughs) And you're like, listen, you know, I'm good. Leave me alone. (laughs) I just want you to leave me alone. The the procrastination thing is very interesting, though, because going back to our dream conversation from last week, I didn't bring this up because I didn't remember it. But I do have a reoccurring dream that I told you that I have reoccurring dreams. One of them is it it fits procrastination. It's a stupid dream about some school project that they tell us literally like the first day of school. Mm-hmm. This is the only time we're going to talk about it, and it's due the last day of school. Yeah. Well, sure enough, every dream do that every to you every time this dream happens. Yeah, it's you're unprepared. Like, yeah, it's like two days before the mm-hmm. end of the school year, and I haven't even touched the project, and I'm going around asking people what I do, what did they do, what does it need to oh, look yeah, like? Oh, yeah, that's your nightmare. And yeah. I hate that dream. Yeah, yeah. I scored high in the procrastination category, too, and it's a running joke in my house, although it's not a joke because it's partially true. 
My wife says I spend more time making lists of what I'm going to do. Oh my God, I love to make lists. That's why it's number one for me. Yeah, legal pads I have them laying all over the house and it says, you know, blah, 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 blah. Never. This is really kind of an eye opening to me, by the way. And thank you, Kenny. Honestly, I think I have more. I have more intense perfectionist in me than that score shows. I think so, too. I don't know if I answer the questions truthful to myself. I think you're lying to yourself. John, I think the only time that I really, truly get things done and really knock stuff off is when I have a list and I stick to it. Because I can be working on a project in the shop where I need to get this done, and all of a sudden I'm working on something completely Yep. unrelated. Oh, and, I know. And, and then I'm like, what am it. I doing? I know. And you're going at it hot and heavy. And all of a sudden you realize, well, wait a minute. I've got to finish working on this pickup yeah. because I need it in two hours. Uh-huh. And here I am dinking yes, around. Yes, yes. But the problem, I is, know. the problem is I'll have six lists that basically have the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just procrastinate and never do them. And you're exactly right. Once you do one of them, it takes 45 minutes. And you go, why did I have this on list for a week or seven lists on a week and not get it oh done? Oh, my goodness. Here's the list that I have right now. <laughs> oh, Holy my God. crap. Yeah. That looks like That's the Unabomber's oh, manifesto. here's another one. <laughs> my God, there's highlighted, there's highlighted things. That's um, not a list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this is a list of, this was involved, um, oh, this is a game I played. I was keeping track of like all the th- items I needed in the game, and it was like I'm looking for them within the game, and I'm tracking and for those. Don't and you. then, oh my God, this is really important. Apparently, yeah, this was from Animal Crossing, which is just a stupid game that people wasted a lot of their time for. But I needed another villager, and it was super important because I put really big shop for a villager. <laughs> With an exclamation point. On a video game. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Oh, I feel much better, Don. Thank you. How do you you know what's most important on that list? Yeah, what do you do? Or is Shop for a Villager the most important because it's the biggest? How many pages in? You're like five pages in. This is me learning Japanese. Um... All my notes. Is she learning Japanese? Is she learning Japanese? (laughs) I really think so. I am. Um, But it's been going on way too long. I haven't made a lot of progress. A question here for you, and this will be the final topic here, and this will determine just how insane you actually are. Um, And I think we should start with Ross in this one. Mm. Ross, do you have an ongoing inner dialogue or monologue? Yes. Um, I don't know if... uh, Ongoing, do you mean constant, or do you just have thoughts? Constant, just always going. Even when you're talking, your inner monologue is rattling on and on and on. Uh, yeah, most of the time I would say, yes, I do. Don, I have medication now. <laughs> <laughs> to slow it down? Yes. Yeah. yeah, because they said, you have an anxiety disorder. And so that... I take medication for that. My yeah, I have inner, a panic and man- anxiety disorder. My inner dialogue probably goes right along with that, Don. It's a very negative inner dialogue. It never yeah. tells me anything positive. Yeah, it was bad for a while after I got COVID. <laughs> I think it has something happened in my brain. It got fried out or something. But anyway. John? I Yeah, I always have an inner dialogue going. But I kind of, and I'll amuse myself with which stuff that would not amuse anybody else, you know. 
But no, you me, know, give it a shot. Amusing. Come on, tell us what and, you're thinking. And off you go, you know, and I giggle to myself and that does, sort of thing. Does your inner dialogue ever have, um, it has nothing to do with what you're doing at the moment? Often, yeah. Oh, Often. yeah. Yep. Oh, that's what sucks. It sucks because then you look back and you're like, I don't even know how I drove here. And <laughs> oh, I'm not drunk. I yeah. just, my thoughts were somewhere yeah. else all, all I, the time. When mm-hmm. I drive, I don't have a radio. I don't listen it's to silence. anything. Just it's silence. And I'll get down to Minneapolis after being on the road for two hours and 15 minutes and not remember one second of the trip. Isn't that because crazy? Because I had so many insane thoughts along the way. Yeah. And they sure. range from everything, from personal stuff to stuff I've got to do, mm-hmm. stuff I wish I could do. Now all of a sudden I'm fantasizing about if I won the lottery oh. and now I'm PO'd at rookie at work or something work-related. Oh, work, yeah. work and then I'm thinking about, well, how the hell did they make this road? And who who was the guy that drove the the the... the bulldozer up on the side of that hill and oh look at that lovely cloud and it's just on and on and (laughs) on and it's exhausting yeah it's just we have really great we're all artistic people because we're in this business i mean for the most part i think and you have a great imagination but you're just not using it for the right stuff do it's you, just randomized. Yeah. So yeah. do you practice dialogue that you may or may not have on the air at some future point? Oh, yeah. Like if a topic comes up, you just start rat. You just start in your mind. You really don't say it out loud, but you have a full on air discussion in your brain of mm-hmm. whatever random topic you're talking about um, at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, af- after the fact, too, I'm sure we've all done that where you go. Man, this would have been a great line when Kenny said whatever I yeah. should have said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, John. The jerk store called, and they're all out of you. As it turns out, <laughs> wow. if you... That's a Seinfeld so it's reference. A jug- Thank you. It's Thank a jerk store? <laughs> jerk store. Oh, I know, but you said they're out of you, so... <laughs> Uh, if they got the you, then it'd be a Jack store. Did, I don't your know. Inner, did your inner dialogue, inner dialogue tell you to say that out loud? I mean, things just come to my mind and I say it. That's my problem. I don't think a lot before I say stuff. And then I just go, whatever. I don't care what people think. At that's, least they remember who I am. And, and that I got that from my mom that's a really on the radio. Hard, that's a hard part of doing this job. Sometimes uh, I don't. Sometimes not, I get really upset when people send me a nasty yeah. email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, we're all guilty of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I've been guilty on it multiple times this pod, so I apologize. But second off, to come back to what you just said, Don, and Kenny, we've talked about on this podcast for what were we going to name the show? Hey, it's Ross, or hi, I'm Ross. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes a lot of my inner dialogue, I don't even let it set. I just say it. To the point of when I said the jerk store line, it derailed the show. Sometimes that <laughs> happens to me. I'll be in the other room at, at, at home, and all of a sudden my inner dialogue is out loud. Yes, and I'm getting, yeah. are you are you talking to me? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, was I saying that out loud? <laughs> I did that last night, and I live at home. And then I started chuckling to myself. I'm like, why did I say that out loud? There's nobody here. You know, nobody can hear that. So, as it turns out, the four of us are pretty normal. It's normal to have inner monologues and inner dialogues, and there's a difference between the two, but that's completely normal. What's not normal is having uh, the opposite and not being able to picture things 
or have this inner ongoing dialogue. It's called aphantasia. Hmm. And there's ways to deal with it, I guess, and learn how to talk to yourself without learn opening, how to ta- oh, for without opening sake. your mouth. I, I think I once dated in aphantasia. Really? Think about, does that... Did she also audition for American Idol? <laughs> This sounds like a name. Where it you'd does. Be like, and next, she made it to Hollywood. It's a Fantasia. What are you singing for us tonight? Yeah. John, when you take the medicine, does it help? Do they ever shut up? Oh, it does help. It allows me to let things go, which is what I appreciate because I can cycle into this spiral of negative talk. Yeah. And one thing leads to another and I keep and then by the end of it, I'm like crying my eyes out. And right. Because you've invented a whole scenario. And I'm like thinking of everything that I did right. that I don't find to be up to my standards in life. And I'm like, I'm a bad mother. I'm a terrible friend. I'm a yeah. loser. I ne- you yeah. know, it's just all of that is not doing me any good. And that's why I'm like, yeah, I'll take this medicine. You know, I'm surprised you're not um, a gutter drunk. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. No, um, I, I stay away from alcohol it, because of this. It really shows self-awareness and self-control that you realize this stuff and that you've sought out help for it. Because a lot of people, I think, would just self-medicate themselves I did for a while, in, a long into time. a stupor. Yeah, not the, to the point where it would cost me to lose my job or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, I did like to drink daily. Right. You know? And then I was like, I can't do this. I'm gaining a bunch of weight because I'm vain. <laughs> and also, <laughs> that you know, saved you. Yeah. It, it, but, but also, like, just having moments where I'm like, holy crap, I'm glad nobody saw that. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> if they did, yes. my career would be yes. ruined or, yes. you know, or, or just. Or can hear your inner monologue. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. like, God, I hope nobody finds out that I did that. You know, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's like I, I escaped. I feel like I escaped. And I don't have, like, every once in a while when I'm stressed out, I'm like, whew, sure could have a drink. And I'm yeah. like, nah, you can't do that. It can't. Yeah. Not because I don't feel like I could stop. It's just like I overcame something that I yeah. didn't have to, because I'm not an alcoholic, but I right. have alcoholics in my family. And sure. I think I could see that I would just like to numb myself from, yeah. you know. Alternatively, though, what do you do when you feel like, oh, I could go for a drink? Is it as simple as, oh, I'll go for a walk? I'll read a book? What do you What do you do to satisfy that urge that's not that urge? Mm. I just uh, try to work through whatever the problem is in my head, you know. Because I'm like, no, nah, this isn't a big deal. It's not that big of a deal. Tomorrow it won't be as big of a deal, and the next day it won't either. You know, I don't like to hold grudges and stew on things. I've, the right. medicine allows me to let things go, yeah. like honestly. Because if you don't, you're a miserable, you're just like miserable inside. The only yeah. thing that's worked for me has been age, just getting yeah. old, and I'm just sick of being angry at stuff I can't control. That's so it's true. just yeah. screw it, just let it happen. Yeah. Um, e- even to my detriment. Uh, do you ever have times where you're sitting there pleasantly not thinking about anything at all and somebody asks you, hey, what are you thinking about? And then you're just launched right back into the vortex of inner monologues and dialogues and mm. being and shouting at yourself. And you ever have? Not really. I don't really uh, space out. <laughs> can any of you three meditate? When somebody says like, oh, I'm, you know, once a week or I try and meditate as often as possible, my brain 
I can't even get to the point of my brain even understanding or processing how to think about nothing. It's something you have to train to do. It's like a muscle you have to work. I went to school for it for two years. Uh, That's the dream interpretation I did, and they also taught you to meditate. And at first, it was so freaky to me. I couldn't. You know, it's just like I would get like into a place where my mind was going everywhere. And then I thought there was another presence there, like something like a spirit or like something dark and ominous that was taking over my thoughts. I know that's weird, but I'm like, uh oh, no, 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 no. Get me out of this. Something else is there. Ah. That's that's creepy. (laughs) It is. And maybe there was. (laughs) And maybe there was. Yeah. Yeah. But it really is just a fear of my own self, I think, you know, like a fear of going too deep. I mean, I would never be good with like doing LSD or anything like drugs like that. There's no way I would do that. No. Huh. Yeah. I feel like you've done a a lot. Of drugs? Uh, Of like acid. Prescription drugs. Oh. (laughs) Like... Like you've seen stuff that the rest of us haven't seen. Oh, no, I haven't done anything like that. Mm-mm. You My just favorite, have those uh, abilities probably without. Probably just without acid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of this podcast is I swear it's every week. We get done recording. I walk down this massive hallway back to my desk and I think, God, I just learned another job that Don had. Oh, yeah. Don did this. Don's, Don's oh. so cool. Don's such a badass. Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. Literally every week. No. You know who I'm jealous of right now? Bradley Trainer. That lucky SOB. Because he gets to peel the onion every oh single God. day. And he my has partner no, on my show. He has no idea what's in store for him. And uh, I told him before it starts, when she gets going, just sit back and let it happen. Because you're not going to believe what she's going to say. Oh, my God. No, I don't want to. Yeah, it's like you got to. I try to do not do that, and I feel guilty for even talking. I've already been self-auditing, going, I'm talking a lot about myself, stop it. But I'm like, no, he asked you the question, but then I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I took it too far, shut up. You also need to introduce yourself to the listener, though, so it's okay to do that, I would think. But I'm not the PD, yeah. but I would think that that's acceptable. Yeah, it, now, in that time slot, yeah. In what we do, there's, there's a fine line there, Don, that you're talking about. And you're one of the people that we want to talk about themselves. I think what it is, is we want people who don't want to talk about themselves to talk about themselves. And the people that love giving us every single little detail of their life, we can live without that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think you're one of those people. Like, okay. um, yeah. So you should just roll with that. Well, this is the most fun show I've ever done. In I mean, all of my 22 years in radio, because it's the most free, nobody's breathing down our neck. I'm not supposed to be fake happy all the time. You know, like, I don't have to do that. Like, hey, my job is to make people, other people feel good today. I don't right. have that. Yeah. I just am myself. Yeah. I'd love to take a poll as to, of all the members of management who actually listens to this podcast, I could name one that I believe listens to it. Really? Uh, I've asked him to listen to a few, and he doesn't. So I I don't know why he hasn't canceled us. I just requested. He doesn't know what's going on. I just requested of him that to cancel us uh, just two weeks ago when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Please pull the plug. My God, we're done. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, Dawn story. Speaking of being done, the most fun show I've ever done. You're like, yeah, we're done. No, yeah, pull the plug on this. Um, But Ross, there are so many. Have you heard the Dawn story about getting chased by uh, wild hounds and climbing the clothesline pole to hide from them for hours? (laughs) No, that's because they were trying to hunt me. There's so many Dawn stories. You're not going to believe it all. Stripper boyfriend. um, Yeah, I've heard stripper boyfriend. I remember that one. Stage rock and roll shows. Oh my gosh. Uh, spying on Brad Pitt. Uh, oh yeah. Hanging out with uh, Walter from um, um, from Big Lebowski. <laughs> Her backstage stories remind me of. Uh, remember that scene from Wayne's World Two where they're trying to get backstage. I think we've talked about this. And Christopher Walken's the manager, and Wayne's like, "I got to get back there. My girlfriend's back there." And Christopher Walken just says. A lot of people's girlfriends are back there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a good way to end this, isn't yeah. it? Let's be done. Oh, yeah, all good. Right. Peace all right. out. You got 10 uh, seconds if you want it, Kenny. Uh, well, uh, once again, I just want to apologize to the listeners, and thank you for hanging with us for, oh, we almost did an hour today, huh? We did. Not a bad effort. Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.